0: We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Hey, hey, hey. hey good morning. How, how are you?
1: How are you, girl? I am here. I'm actually having a good day. Get myself started. Um, Grandma had all the intentions calling and telling you they kept trying to make me sign up and drive to Duluth for that class. So I have potentially missed it <laughs> because I have all the other things going on. I'm also in another certification too. But I said if this this not be my time then the next time Mary can uh Mary can uh, assist me better. That's been my snack. I've been snacking <laughs> on dates <laughs> and cashews and it's been my favorite. It had pits in it because they were cheaper. I went with the dates with the pits, and they was like
0: four dollars cheaper. Ooh, I got to talk to you. I got exciting news. I'm listening. Let's get it. Everybody else is gonna listen too. We're live with exciting news. So your little nephew likes little girls, and he is a class <laughs> clown when it comes to little girls in his class. Check him out. I love that. What's her name? <laughs> he's not discriminative yet. There's a bunch of them, and it ah. is so funny because he's just doing anything he can in front of that camera because he doesn't go to brick and mortar. He goes online,
2: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and he. So they have a rule in his class that they ha- he has to have a shirt on. Ah,
1: because it's ah. all
0: video. Right in the camera with well. no shirt on. Come on, David. Hey, mommy. I'm happy. He, hey, I'm happy he's got shorts on. We went through years of him not wearing clothes. We got him in shorts. I love that. So <laughs> we're getting to the we're getting to the other part. So we have one of those um, stretchy body blanket, um, like body things you, you wear can have for kids uh-huh. that are sensory. It's like a nylon thing. So I cut a hole okay. in the other end, put it on his head. Cut two holes <laughs> with arms in it. Yeah. So that's his school shirt. I'm like, I don't ah, care what he wears as long as he's got something to cover his butt with it.
2: So we can crawl
0: up in it. And he sits there, curls in it, and starts rolling around in front of the camera and just screwing around, laughing hysterically, just trying to get their attention. Oh.
1: Shout out to all the mommies with the babies with the superpowers and making a way out of no funnel cake way, okay? I'm working on my strong adjectives, so if I use words and replace some other words, just acknowledge my growth. But happy mm-hmm. Thursday, vitality vibes! I thank you for the enlightenment on our kids and their development, um, which brings me to today's topic. It is actually development. I I am a active uh, therapy goer. And um this morning I had a friend who called me and she was she was in tears because right now things are not going the way she wants them to go and they're not looking the way she wants them to look. Mhm. Mhm. You need a more water It happened. Remember.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, water! I'm gonna interrupt you for one second. Yes. Go so for we it. all know that the P, PFOs or whatever they are, the forever chemical, mm-hmm. uh, forever um, plastics that are in our drinking water. Mhm. They have found that a couple pitchers, and the one that I recommend is the one we use in our own house, zero water filter system, actually gets mm-hmm. eliminates. Ninety nine to a hundred percent of all the forever chemicals in your water. Make sure we all know the the link to that water filter. And the best part is you can buy it at Walmart. And they're not expensive. All right, shout out to Walmart. Um Yeah. You can that was buy zero water filters just about everywhere. And they even have so one. They have the big pitch, the big pitchers that you can put the filter in. And they also have the little drinking water bottles with the built-in filter to it. So if you go anywhere, you have one to take with you. So not a Brita filter, but it's, it's like, zero. What's the name of zero. it? It is zero water, oh. and it comes Copy. with its own. Um, it
1: comes with the tester.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. I know exactly. But it what comes you're with a tester
0: too, so that you can test your filter to make sure when it needs to be replaced, but you can compare it to your own tap water. Love it.
1: Water is so important. And in any type of day to day activity, whatever you're doing, be sure to drink some water. Okay, guys. Um I was talking to one of my really good we jokes about each other, husband and wife, um, and he is a. He went to be a fruitarian. He's been a fruitarian for real, y'all. Uh, I think this whole year, he may have started in either December or January. And this guy, so amazing! Shout out to Amistad, my health husband, and uh, he. Did fruit and vegetables He started off with just 45 days And it was 90 days And after uh, 200 days He was just like well this is what I am And he wasn't drinking a lot of water And I was like You need water You're going to be consuming all these herbs And fruit and vegetables You got to flush it out You need water So that argument was No you need He said I need coconut water I'm like no you need water Like alkaline water Spring water Wet, water. My guys, you need water. And water and diet is so important in regards to your mental health. And I know some of us have picky eaters, and I know that I even have picky eaters who are clients and adults who tell me, oh, I can't drink water, honey. It just don't have no taste. And I just can't do it. And my rebuttal is, what you mean you can't drink water? How are you functioning, honey? We're 90% water. Well, the the earth is 90% water or something. The, it could be 87%, I think, for the body. And uh, 70, 75%, 85 whatever. Earth and body, majority water. So I had my friend, she called me this morning, and she was just like, my mental health is just not the way. And what I've learned from talking to Mary, because y'all, listen to me, in the midst of a meltdown and a crisis, screaming and yelling and sobbing, I called Mary. And you know what she did? She answered. She listened. She passed no judgment. And once I cried it all out and got it all out, she asked me these important questions, and I was able to ask my friend these important questions. My friend said she was tired of working so hard and things feel like they're falling apart. And I asked her, what did falling apart look like and in what capacity did she think she was falling apart in? Everything she told me, I was able to make a reference in a positive way. Perspective is definitely uh, a foundational piece when you are trying to create wellness in your life as well as mental wellness in your life. The other thing she said was, I don't feel supported and I don't feel that people are as genuine as I am. Support can be a lot of different things. It's not always financial. It's not always physical. In times of support, it can be so simple. It's just listening and honoring and not even housing rebuttal to the person who just needs to release this energy. When we get to a space where we feel like we're not being heard, it can be so frustrating just imagine those children who are older and nonverbal and they're communicating with you the best that they can. But as parents, verbal or nonverbal, superpower or non-superpower, we feel that we know better than the child. And sometimes we need to just sit with the children and be like them. Shrink yourself to your inner child. And I promise you, you can better communicate. Because a lot of times the frustration that comes from children and adults is they're just not being heard. And you can hear them, but you are not actively listening. So then I asked her a question. What does support feel like? Not look like. What does it feel like? And she began to tell me that support felt like people being there. People honoring their truth as well as honoring my feelings and where I am. And so it also comes to a point where
0: we have to
1: give people grace. We don't have to be anything. But just as Jesus gave his whole life for mankind, they talk shit about Jesus. They betrayed Jesus. They... Uh, just treated him badly, so the story goes. So what makes you think that you're above the things that are happening right now? Not to say that they are good, bad, or indifferent, but that old saying, treat people how you want to be treated, that saying strong and ten toes down today. Because how do you want to be treated? How do you want to be received? How do you want to be loved? How do you not want to be judged? How do you want to be looked at and valued? This all stems from one simple act. How you view yourself. How you value yourself. How you take care of yourself, how you practice self-love, self-worth, self-patience, self-kindness. What are you doing to show up for yourself? What does that look like, feel like? And then in addition to that, we have to look at the karmatic uh charismatic debt, karmatic, I think that's what it was, debt that we have to pay. Some of the things that we take on as humans, not even our own stuff. Generational curses. Let's talk about it for a second. This happened in my family. This happened to my mom. This happened to my aunt. This happened to me. And if you don't address it, talk about it. Talk about the elephant in the room. Talk about the things that people cringe when they hear. Talk about it. See counseling. If you are abused as a child, that don't mean you're going to abuse their child. Seek some help. If you are lucky to have your parents still walk the earth, tell them, hey, I forgive you. Or, shit, tell them, hey, I don't forgive you, and I don't appreciate the way you treated me, and you really set me up. Or you can do the big thing, and I always say this is your big you. Take responsibility that it happened, and it no longer serves you. Take a moment to say, these things happen for me, not to me. And for the people who have experienced uh, molestation, rape, uh, things of that nature, I'm not going to sit up here and say anything happened for you. But if you are still here you you have survived it, you are a survivor and marry uh Share with me the other day, you may have PTSD. And this is your time to get counseling. Seek help. Find, because the more you talk about it, the no longer, uh, the less amount of time it can affect you. So when you talk about it and grow through it with yourself, and then you look in the mirror and you love who you're becoming and you can have the difficult conversation with yourself. That's what the healing work does. That's when it comes to a point where you can say, hey, I am no longer affected by these things. I'm no longer in that space. I no longer give this power over me. I'm no longer seeking validation from anyone other than myself. I'm no longer hiding who I am. I'm no longer frustrated with people when they can't effectively communicate with me or I'm effectively communicating and they don't know how to receive it. Those things are going to be challenging. Those things are going to hurt. Those things are going to come up and out, and you're going to hurt some people. But most importantly, you're going to sit in the truth. Acknowledging, experiencing, and acknowledging and accepting are three pillars of healing that foundation of healing healing is also an eternal internal choice let's talk about depression i think the statistics are one in every person that you see are battling some form of depression That's more than it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, and so on and so forth, because life was different, and it has evolved. The Internet is a monster within itself. And to be honest with you, I have not really been on social media just because I get consumed in it. And then I want to go look and see what they doing, and then I'm looking at myself like, well, why you ain't doing that? And self is like, girl, that ain't our path. But my lower vibrational self is like, oh, they're doing this, this, and this. We want to do that too. We, we why are we not there? Why, don't, why? I'm frustrated. I just want a girl higher vibration on me. Be like, girl, pipe down and go sit down somewhere. Let's cheer for these people Let's move them on Because you're greater You're greater is near But you got to call it forth You have to do the things That you want to see Being done For yourself, family What are the next steps? How can I move forward, G? Find you a psychotherapist. Mary happens to be one of the best.
0: Find you a therapist, period. Or someone that you connect with to specialized in mental health.
1: I, that was my next thing. Find you a friend that is really into you as well as doing the work and begin to um, really see what that is. Oh, one second, guys. What what are some of the things that... um, Hold on. My neighbor texts me. She lets me use her uh, her printer for time and time. because our neighborship, we, we take care of each other. Shout out to Ms. Joyce and the rehabilitation clinic that is next door to Juice Up, Inc. Uh, West End um, Wellness. But, yes, finding you a person that maybe specialized in mental health or has worked with people, or it's just that that voice of reasoning. Yeah, I know I make reference to Mary all the time, but I don't care what it is. And I mean, I don't care what it is. This lady will answer her phone at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. my time, which is an hour difference of her time. And I just want to place some gratitude at your feet today, Mary, because there have been some really dark times. And I have called you, and you have let me cry so I couldn't cry no more. And then you say, all right, you okay? And I go, yeah, I'm okay. I'm fine. And you say, well, what does it look like? Let's write some things down. Let's have a difficult conversation. That's okay, okay, Mary, okay, okay. You go, well, sometimes G, you're not okay, and that's okay. Let's take some deep breaths. And she pours into me. She pours into me. And that right there is so important. When it comes to friends, family, faith, finances, your mental health. It is becoming a norm to talk about it now in the black and brown community. Because I can remember being at high school and, um, One of the students Who I knew her We weren't friends friends, But we we spoke when we saw each other We would speak Maybe share a story too Her name was Emily Dickinson And Her nails was always popping Okay this girl Her nails was popping She could draw so well too So she may have done her own nails or at least the design. But I used to see her walk around ooh, with her bleached blonde hair. She was a, a kind of thin-built girl. She wore cute tops and bell-bottom pants, and she would have a sweater or a jacket on some days if she got cold. She always greeted me with a smile. She always had a sweet disposition. She got pretty good grades in school. But she often walked around uh, lonely. And one day, we all left school. And the next day, she never came back. Although she smiled at us and although she walked as if everything was okay, she was struggling with her mental health. And she committed suicide. This is my 10th grade year. And... um, That shook our school because, one, we had never been here before as 10th graders. Two, in the 10th grade, that you can't talk it through, but we don't know her life. And I've said this a few times. I don't know if I've actually said it on the show. Um, But wanting to take your own life, it's it's a thought that a lot of people have. A lot of people don't act on it or speak on it. And I've often said that people who take their own life are brave because they set themselves free. The rest of us are just waiting for our time. And so that, that always stuck with me that you never know what a person is going through, no matter what it looks like, what they look like. Man, if she hadn't had an Instagram with her creations and drawings, I know she would have millions of followers. She was just that damn good. So I just want to give a special tale and love to her family. The Dickinson family. Because I'm quite sure it never got easier. But don't judge a book by its cover. Be ready to peel those pages back and layer back and read and learn and grow. Be willing to sit with yourself And strong enough within yourself to get help Help does not make you weak It makes you stronger Help helps you to understand that you're not alone There are people out here who love you Who value you And you never know whose life you're changing just by being you you know, in a good, positive way. So I want to encourage each and every one of you that are under the sound of my voice to work on your mental health. Even if you say, well, honey, ain't nothing wrong with me, honey. I don't need no therapy. I don't need to talk to nobody. Yes, you do. People need people, and we need an outlet to talk. To yell, to curse, to juice, to acknowledge, to say I'm sorry. We all need that. I teach yoga at a mental health facility on Tuesday. And when I tell you those people are amazing, they tell me I'm amazing because I come in I'm giving them positive affirmations to write down, and we do yoga, and we speak life into each other, but really and truly, honey, they help me more than I could ever help them because they are in a space. They are in a time. You want a mat? Get a mat. There are things that, you know, we're all growing through. And they're growing through their things and their trials and their tribulations. But one thing I can say is they tell me every single week, we appreciate you showing up for us today. And I look at them and I smile and I shake my head no. And I say, thank you for showing up for you today. They always get a tickle out of it. They always get a laugh. And I can honestly say that since I have attended this class, I am better. I'm better because I know them. I'm better because I have grown. I really love them I love listening to their stories I love listening to them heal and grow and I also learn and I'll give you some time to see if you want to right now my uh, my dear friend Jeff, he is burning some palo santa in the studio so that we can have some clean energy. <laughs> so we can clear the energy out of this space. Because we have a lot of people coming. We can't go there. We have the things. But just stop and listen to some people. Listen to their story. Learn from them and grow with them. Learn that. It's difficult for everybody at some time. At some point in time in life, it was difficult for people. At some point in time in life, it was hard for people to stand and keep going, and they wanted to give up and throw in the towel, but you could be that breath of fresh air for a person. I give thanks for this tea jazz. It's amazing. (laughs) He made us some tea this morning for some fresh herbs from his garden. And uh, I give just thanks for people getting up and waking up. I know it was hard, Mom. I know it was difficult. I know your children were running all over the place and forgetting book bags and you had to go back home and go to a school, and go here and go there, and you need a break too. But I thank you for you, for you keeping going. I give you gratitude, Mary. You're one of the best parents I know. I've learned so many parent tactics that I can use with Dave, and they're effective, and they're they're gentle parenting. They're not yelling and screaming at beating the kids because, again, that was something we learned generational.ly And we have the ability to change the outcome.
0: We can rewrite the narrative. All
1: the things, all of the things, So I want to encourage you to seek counseling, get some help, value your friendship, let go of the ones that no longer serve you, sit and journal with yourself, talk out loud to your ancestors, because I'm telling you, they will definitely speak back. Today is day 21 of Sober September. Um, I have been tried in more ways than one, (laughs) but I'm grateful for my sobriety. I'm grateful for my peace. I'm grateful for my sanity. And I give gratitude to the people who have been encouraging me to keep going and don't give up and don't give in. Um, Mary knows that at the beginning of the month I was struggling I was struggling y'all. I was struggling because I was missing my mother and I just feel like I needed her and I needed direction and I needed peace within that one of my other friends encouraged me to create an altar for her and sit and talk to her at the same time every single day and I have respectfully been doing that And, y'all, last night, last night early this morning, because I'm unsure of the time, it might have been about 12-ish, 1-ish in the morning, because I have been leaving these white candles lit on her altar. And I gave her some of her favorite offerings and her favorite things on the altar. I put a book. Uh, switch malt liquor, Swiss malt liquor. How do you pronounce it? The beer. I gave her some Virginia Slim cigarettes. I rolled her up a joint because my mama used to like joints. I put some crystals on there. I put some ancestral money and some real money on there, and um, I put white candles. And I had these cylinder candles, and they had been burning consistently until last night. Like, well, I let one burn until it almost burns out, and then I light another one so that the eternal flame keeps going. And last night, as the second cylinder was about empty, I added some uh, just the long white candles that, like, you put in a candle holder, the skinny white candles, I added one of those to the cylinder glass because after all the wax was gone, it was just the, the glass that was left over. And I put the candle in there and I lit it and I just talked to my mom for a little bit because that's what you do. You talk to the one who has gone on to the new world. And good morning. How are you? Wonderful. Let me get some fresh fresh juice for you.
0: Uh,
1: we have the labels right here of the juice we have. Um, we have a strawberry banana papaya smoothie, a green apple cucumber, collard green kale pineapple juice, a pineapple apple ginger, a watermelon cucumber juice, and then a charcoal sea moth lemonade. I don't have a physical menu, you know, but I have them written down here. Uh, some of them range from 10 and $12. The smoothies are 12 The green juice is 12 And the uh, watermelon juice and the lemonades are $10. you are welcome. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I know I'm reporting live from Juice Up, Inc. <laughs> and uh, this is my retail space. And people come in and they, they want to create their own blends. And they want to order it by the gallon. But you got to order online to get it by the gallon. But we thank people so much for stopping by and seeing what we have. So whoever that man is, we give him some good juju, and we thank you. Um, But I'll finish up the story. I won't take very long. So I added the white uh, candle. Thank you, Jay. (laughs) I added the white candle to uh, the thing, and about 1 o'clock, 12, between 12 and 1, I heard glass breaking and I jumped up. I literally jumped up. It scared me. And the candle had bust the glass. And this is the crazy part, y'all. There was no glass on the table, only a few shards. All the glass was up under the table. I'm going to say that again. Maybe you missed it. I set my altar up on like a band table that had a mirror so I could look in the mirror and I could talk positive to myself and do the mirror work, as they say, and channel my mom and look at her pictures and look in the mirror so when I see me, I see my mother so I know she's never left me. And as long as I have a belly button, We are connected for life. And the glass was literally up under the table, like in the middle, up under the table. It was crazy. I was like, surely my mother was here. And she got my attention. And I have been at peace since this morning and that glass broke on um, whether she's here, whether she has tried to communicate with me, whether she, you know, is is still loving me beyond the grave. And I got all the confirmation that I needed this morning that so she is here. She is never left me And as long as I continue to look in the mirror, I can see her. I can still see her. I really, truly still smell her. And I'm grateful for those things. And I give gratitude for the glass breaking and waking me up. And shout out to me for not burning down the house. My dad would have been upset. Find you some peace, create you some peace. Come in peace, and if people is acting sideways, make sure you got your peace, okay? Some of y'all will get that later on. <laughs> Check on your strong friend today because nobody wants to always be strong. Call in and just say, hey, I love you. I am can like you. If you're able, call in and say, "Hey, did you need anything? Can I get you anything?" And just watch, just watch the beauty that's gonna start unfolding in. And with that, I had to take a deep breath and just be in the space of gratitude. That's all my time for today, Judge. I thank you for listening. I thank you for feeling. I thank you for glowing, growing, and sewing with me. Shout out to the Hope Collection, Bob, wherever you are. I know you're so much being amazing and wonderful. And purposeful, purposeful on purpose. Shout out the country. Love you. Trust all All as well. And everybody who takes the time out, who call in and listens, support, give money, give time, give resources, we thank you. No act is too small. Join us later on today at noon. There will be another show, and I think the new show they had started last week. We will run today. The mayor, can you come in and give me that name of that show? Yes,
0: give me one second. Oh yeah, all right. Sorry to walk outside. The kids have class. So oh, okay. tonight at. 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central is Voices of Hope with Chris Foley. And it's all about child protection. It's about trafficking. It's about child abuse. It's about bringing light to the problem. And we're starting a new series starting tonight all about parent alienation Hmm. and how you have rights as a parent in how to better stop using your children as pawns against each other. But not only that, but also in how our media, our schools, our government is taking our children and warping their minds and teaching them things that may not be okay in our eyes and how we have rights to prevent them from being taught things that we don't want them to be taught. And all, one of the sad stories is is that states are actually passing laws that the teachers can teach about gender reassignments and about and building this conflicting image in children's heads And then if that child decided they wanted to be a girl, even though they're born a boy, at a very, very young age, parents could lose custody of their children because they don't support it. And this is one thing when a child is an adult and can make their own decisions, but when they're very young in elementary school, especially when they're not teaching the roles of a boy and a girl, how do they get all the facts to figure out what they want to do?
1: Hmm. We're doing it some different times, y'all. Different
0: It is, and it's a very hot-button topic, but, you know, as a parent, you need to know the facts. And no, there are avenues and resources for help. And the sad part is, is our country has been built into this world for hundreds of years now in a sterilization program. Yeah, you know that? And it was all designed to You know, and this is where people may not like what I'm just, what I'm going to say right now, but I really don't care. You know, Hitler had his own program designed for the perfect race. He did what he did. I don't agree with it. There's no such thing as a perfect race. But the United States has been doing that long before Hitler did. And one of the top facilities for that was actually here in Minnesota. Children that were born with Down syndrome or families that unwed mothers, especially back in the 40s and the 50s, they were forced Hmm. into homes to have their babies. And a lot of these people were sterilized without consent or knowledge. Crazy, And they didn't know about it till years later when they found out they could never have any more kids.
1: Hmm. Everybody. and are living in some different times, you really-
0: and, but we're really not. This is just the same mistake being made over and over and over again. It's just a different format because they got caught doing what they were doing. They built laws against it. And now they're doing the same thing when it comes to our kids. When you have a 7-, 8-year-old, 4-year-old, there's places that will do this surgery on kids as young as months old to reassign their gender. There's a hospital in South Carolina that will do it. No way. That, yeah. Hmm. That's the scary part about it is the kids aren't even getting the consent in it. And the thing is, it's the same thing, because these people, when they have these surgeries done, you can never have kids. It is just the modern way of sterilizing and creating the perfect civilization, getting rid of the unpleasurables that shouldn't reproduce. Hmm. It's the same. It's in all the other growing trend is special kids, especially autistic kids, Parents are putting their kids on birth control at a very young age. That's
1: crazy. Instead of just having conversations with your
0: children about their... The parents do it so they don't have to deal with their kids or their daughters when they get their periods. So instead of explaining to them how to take care of themselves and help them learn how to deal with that situation, they just throw them on birth control so it stops.
1: And then when they got raising hormones,
0: you know, they don't know That's how it. to handle it, self-regulate. That's it. And you know, all birth control pills are high levels of hormones. It just tricks your body into thinking it's Pregnant. So you know you're already screwing up their systems before it even has a chance to learn how to regulate itself.
2: What
1: happened? and school. That was in the role. I did a good
2: job. What? I did a good job. He did a good
0: job. I'm sweet. Sometimes she bucks out of class early. I'm
2: done for the week, what? I'm done for the
0: week. You're done for the day. For, for right now. You have more classes today. She's in, she had reading class this morning. She is really learning how to read pretty good. She's getting better. I love that. that Shout that. out to his mama. Hey, I'm not taking the credit for this. This is all video games. <laughs> There's some real... I, I have no problem with my kids playing video games, especially learning games. There's one called um, Teach Monster, Monsters to Read, and it's created by a book comp book publisher, and it teaches you and breaks it down into a fun way of learning to read. And you've got, like, reading eggs and math seeds that teach you math and science or math and um, reading in a way that's fun for kids.
1: Because, you know what, you found out what the kid liked because you wasn't uh, just relying on everybody else to raise the kid, regardless of the situation.
0: The cool part is is Minecraft is now opening up. They have an educational game that was for schools, and it was really low cost. They're now opening that up for families to be able to purchase it. And so they actually have little areas where you can go in and learn to read and you can learn about history and learn about all this stuff in the Minecraft game itself. No, there's a phenomenal amount of learning games available for kids to supplement and help them with the missing gap of what they need to understand and learn. And a lot of them are either free or they offer a free version of it. Adapted Mind, for instance, um, Monster Math, they offer... Um, learning games in math, reading, science, history, and social studies. And if you can't afford the programs, they actually will offer you a free version of it, which is just as good.
1: I like that. It's, uh, just to go back to what you were saying about the trafficking, there's a petition going around Atlanta because it's about 44 children that are missing from the Cleveland Avenue area, and nobody has said anything about this, nothing, nowhere, you know, nobody houses it, no,
0: no. You know, that's the sad part about it is you know, when you listen to the media and you listen to these things, um, you talk about the high profile people that are involved in trafficking. Right. But, but we're not talking about
1: they got all these little people that's involved too.
0: The schools, your teach some of the teachers, you know, janitors. You no, know, they have to be able to access these kids. The parents, they're, um, I just got done watching a documentary on it about a little boy that was missing, and uh, I think it's on Discovery Plus, I believe. Don't quote me, though. But um, how parents are supplying the kids, and the legal loophole is they're making it look like an illegal adoption and instead of paying the parents cash, they give them expensive gifts that they could turn around and sell—rings and oh. name brand um, luxury items—and <coughs> they're like one step. It's a there's a big thing in it in San Antonio right now, and they're always one step ahead of the cops. Thank you. It's scary, and it makes you worry about letting your kids do things, but at the same time, you know, it's a fine line you walk, teaching your children danger-danger and giving them the freedom to be able to do things a little bit on their own. But just teaching them about online predators. You know, some Mm -hmm. of these kids, they end up... Meeting someone they believe is a, a, a per, someone online and ends up being something totally different. Oh, dude. Oh, and that's where being involved in your children's life is so crucial. muy <laughs> importante.
1: Okay, so important.
0: you know asking your kids just you know what what's going on or how are you doing today you know little things just talking to them you know some kids believe and feel that if they ran away you'd never notice because you're not involved in your child's life
1: right right
0: Or we're only involved enough to yell at them when they do something wrong. Y'all took me into
1: that
2: show. It's something
0: that is difficult to listen to, but we need to hear it. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And. Mm Go at it with an open mind. For sure. Because, you know, know, like, we go through this in our house all the time, and me and Andy will get into um, arguments about it because the kids will do something dumb. And they'll create a mess. And he'll get mad. And then I look at him and I go, well, what dumb things did you do as a kid? Ooh. (laughs) And then he gets mad at me because, you know, the double-edged sword there. And I go, I did dumb things. I lived on a farm. There are a lot of dumb things I did. Mm -hmm. But would you – and then he looks at me and he gets mad. And then I look at him and I go, would you rather they do something dumb in the house and make some mess and do a science experiment or would you rather they sit in front of electronic devices all day? Then he gets really irritated, but I don't care. Because when you, you know, and you understand this raising, you know, yours, going to seeing a kid that's just emotionless for years and is just kind of there, walking, sitting, whatever, to hearing them laugh and talk. You give them a little bit more flex because you didn't get all that for so long. But that's my little rant for the day.
1: Listen, I was just taking, nah, I was just taking it all in because parents need to hear those those difficult conversations and they need to be had. And you need to pay more attention. You don't need to do anything, but pay more attention to your children, honey. Love on your kids. Love on them. hug on them.
2: Be with your
0: kids. Ex- accept them for who they are and not who you want them to be.
1: Yeah, ooh, that's a T-shirt, Mary. That's a hit record. I'm working on it. Say that again. For the people in the back. Accepting.
0: You know, and this doesn't go for just kids This is spouses, you know. It's people. Accepting them (laughs) for who they are and not what you want them to be. doesn't mean you can't shape them and mold them and, you know, guide them. But at the same time, you have to have that middle. And that's the fine line we all walk is who we want them to be and who they are and trying to bridge that gap in the middle. You know, we want them to be respectful and we want them to be happy. But taking their creative gifts and who they are and molding that to be who we want them to be is the gift, not looking at them and expect them, to be something they're not. All too fat,
1: too fat,
2: Especially no with gifted kids,
0: because right we've all sat down and said, "Well, I wish they would—they were normal, or they were like this, or like this—and we have to do this, this, and this to make them like everybody else." And as you're doing this and you're doing these therapies that train them, and I say this with a heavy heart because it literally they train them to be who we want them to be, they lose who they are, which is why so many of these kids don't have that personality. They're never given that chance to be able to develop who they are. But I got to go. We'll see you back here at noon.
1: We will. Give a dollar away, maybe even two step back, watch it grow, and see what it do. I love y'all. Have a great day. Peace, Mary.
2: Thank you for tuning in to Optimize My Life Radio. We hope you found today's show insightful and empowering. Remember to follow us on social media and Optimize My Life for updates, additional resources, and to stay connected with our community. Join us back here tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another enriching episode as we continue our journey towards a more fulfilling and optimized life. Until then, take care and remember to make each day count.